There was an idea. The two podcasters could join together and cover every single superhero television show and movie that exists. Scott and Chris combined their talents to form Binge Storm and to make this idea a reality. Then Barry Allen popped in and reminded us that short of having time-altering super speed, there's no way in hell we can accomplish that in one lifetime. We'll do what we can. So, anywho, welcome to Weekly Heroics, a two true freaks guide to heroes on TV. Alright, I've dumped. Thanks for that. Uh, hi, welcome to Weekly Heroics, uh, Two True Freaks Guide to Heroes on TV. Finally getting around to the the Preacher Porky Pig Show. Um, <laughs> Preacher Season 3, Episode 10, The Light Above. Uh, the season finale, which, as we said in our last uh, podcast, we didn't really even know was happening so soon. Uh, yeah. But there it is. And, um, yeah, they, uh, and we've not heard any, you know, well, me and Power speculating on the last podcast without your hero that, you know, it's like, oh my God, is this going to be the series finale or, you know, just the season finale? Cause we haven't heard any announcements yet. And it's like, well, they either got to tie it up so it, it could work as a season finale or they're taking their chances and are going to piss off a lot of people if they don't get a season four. <laughs> or oh, maybe not that many people. Maybe that's the problem. All right, yeah. really, Cat? You've been sleeping for 18 fucking hours. <laughs> and we need to make an appearance, huh? No. Go away. I might need to beat an animal, so PETA, send your angry emails to cheapscottproductions at gmail.com. Lucy? It's the heat. It's the heat, man. Go heat. lay down somewhere. Go. Hold on. I need to remove a cat. Find a nickel for every time no, I've heard that. Go. <laughs> but yes, uh, it is the season. Three. I'll either clip that out or I won't. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. But uh, it's the season three, <laughs> episode ten of Preacher Cast. I'm here with Hair Metal Hero and Pat you? Elmore. So we're all all wrapping this up for you. Yeah, and, and the cat will occasionally attack me, so you'll have that entertainment as well. <laughs> uh, so let's let's do the recap. Me and Pat did a, a very abbreviated recap, but for the finale here, I think we should do the whole honking ten pages I have yes. here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> try to keep it. And, and man, I don't know. The, the AMC recaps are getting kind of worse and worse, and I'm having to fill uh. in more and more. So you guys, you know, I'm still out here with no job, guys. You want a new recap guy for the website? Just say so. <laughs> but in a flashback, uh, we get young Jesse praying in his room and, and God uh, quietly watching him, you know, presumably not being able to be seen. And young Jesse goes to ask Grandma if he can take a night off or possibly more to go see a girl that he knew in Texas. And Grandma reminds him that she's the only family he, he has left. And he reminds her that it's like, yeah, bitch, you killed both of my parents. I know that. <sighs> and she mocks him for being too afraid of hell to get his vengeance on her. Um, young Jesse drinks in the kitchen while Satan watches. Uh, so obviously <laughs> these two entities have been checking him out for a while. And Jesse starts to swing a bat at Grandma, young Jesse, while she sleeps. And she wakes up and wonders what his father would say. And Jesse storms off. 
And he's like, I'll be back. And young Jesse, I love this fucking scene. Young Jesse strides out of Angelville and crosses paths with older Jesse in a split color in black and white. You should have killed her, old Jesse tells him. And he's like, now's your chance, says young Jesse. (laughs) And we roll into credits. Nice little segue into the credits there. Uh, in the present, uh, TC, well, Jesse arrives and TC attempts to stop him at gunpoint as he enters Grandma's kitchen and Jesse uses the word to force TC to shoot himself in the foot. <laughs> and at first just give him the gun. He's like, you won't kill me. You won't shoot me, Jesse. You don't hate me that much. And he's like, no, I ain't going to shoot you. Shoot yourself. And he just blows his own foot off. And uh, just the one we've been salivating for, um, Jody stops Jesse in the hallway and is like, hey, kid, you got to go through me first. And Jesse's like, I intend to, and proposes they take it to the tombs. The Santa Killers and Sydney exit the overturned hell bus and stride toward the Nazi's tank. And uh, <laughs> our buddy Rick emerges from the tank with a crew of armed neo-Nazis, one wearing a almost familiar orange hat, I, I might, must add. Uh, Rick threatens to... I'm sure that wasn't accidental or anything. No. Uh, Rick threatens to kill him if they don't release Hitler. And very funny moment, Sidney calls him out on not having a historically accurate uniform, to, to which Rick <laughs> responds, we're a mixed militia. Point is, I have a tank and you don't. Gunfire breaks out on the road inside the bus. Eugene fights Hitler. Tulip fights Nazis. And the, the Saint and Sydney massacre the neo-Nazis. Kind of the low-res, off-camera version. They kind of have... It's still great, though. Uh, they're just showing, like, the, the Saint using machine gun and Sydney using her whip and, and just, like, shadows of the Nazis just falling, like cardboard fucking stand-ups. Um, and, and it was great. So they might have had to save a little of the, the special effects budget for that, but, man, they made up for it in the fight scenes. The one-on-one hand-to-hand combat stuff, because yeah. the the tulip and I mean, I, I'm watching this again. And I'm like, we need new, Ruth Nega as the you know, if ScarJo ever bows out of the Black Widow thing. I think we need Ruth Nega in there as the new Black Widow yes. in the MCU. I can dig that. There man. are some major moves going on in that fight. It was fucking beautiful. Um, so Sydney, uh, then, you know, after the whole thing is done, Sydney taunts the saint about the crows that pecked at his dead daughter's eyes. Bad idea. And suddenly mm-hmm. a tank blast knocks both of them down before he can kill Sydney, and the tank rolls over the saint. Um, I can't, I don't want to undersell the Eugene versus Hitler fight either, because that was <laughs> no. a brilliant thing, too. And he punches Hitler, finally knocking him out after a nice little brawl. After Hitler says, what would Jesus do when Eugene's about to kill him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and they said, the recaps on AMC are just like, Tulip kills Nazis, Eugene punches Hitler, and it's like, oh man, I'm like, you guys are I'm lucky. Kind of selling it. Yeah, you guys are lucky you have us to flesh this out for you, AMC. Uh, <laughs> the makeup was fixed again. Yes, it was. It shitty like it did in the other episode. Yeah, yeah, I was going to mention that too, his makeup was spot on this time. So the Saint lies pinned underneath the tank, and Tulip and Eugene are es- escape the bus, but Sydney captures Tulip with her whip, and then the Saint uh, grabs his knife and starts tampering with the underside of his uh, tank to let more fuel run out. And the tank then fires at Tulip, but God freezes the uh, shell, uh, stopping um, stopping the scene in midair, and then saving Tulip and the rest. 
And we go over to our vampire friends, and Nicarius finds the members of uh, Le Enfant du Sang. It's the only, like, eight episodes, and I finally got that down. There you go. Um, <laughs> moping in Mrs. Rosen's kitchen, and he assures them that there is still hope for Cassidy. And in the basement, uh, Icarius implores Cassidy to uh, join his vampire uh, spree and free life and drugs and sex and rock and roll. It reminds him of all the pleasures in life he'll be missing out on. And he actually tries to instruct Cassidy on how to use a pipe. And, of course, Cassidy's <laughs> like, bitch, please, really? And it's smoke or burn, basically. He's like, hey, you know, come on, get high with me or I'm going to let the sun have you. And, and Cassidy eventually relents. And God offers to bless the O'Hare name uh, if Tulip agrees to tell Jesse to stop looking for him. And he emphasizes that Genesis must not interfere with his great design. And Tulip's basically like, yeah, no, don't need you. I'm going to go save my friends on my own. And and then God kind of teases her and is like, well, your friend Cassidy's in some horrible trouble. And I could help him out, you know, maybe, maybe if there's a little something, something in it for me. And she basically tells him to fuck himself. <laughs> so God unfreezes the scene on the road. The saint attacks Sydney and gouges out her eyes. We don't really see it until later. Uh, and we back to the tombs, and TC joyously announces, uh, Welcome to the tombs, you motherless goat humpers. I always wanted to say that. And he's interrupted <laughs> by Jesse and Jody fighting. And uh, said, just like, us comic fans that have been waiting for this, I, for one, was quite satisfied with the brawl. Yes. And we even got a board yeah. with oh, the nails. The 2 by 4 The 2 by 4 with nails in it. And, and yeah. And uh, Jody just being like, well, that was different. Which is pretty much exactly what he says in the books. It's gorgeous. Cassidy gets freed, and him and Acarius share a little drink. And Acarius returns to the kitchen and announces that Cassidy has repented. He calls for a blood ceremony, and Mrs. Rosen volunteers. And this is where my wheels start turning, that there's something going on here. Uh, Jesse and Jody keep fighting, and in a flashback, it's revealed that Jody was the man who shot Jesse's father. That's from the AMC recap. I figured we already kind of knew that. Um, but we actually see his face this time, because last season they had just cast somebody's legs. <laughs> um, so, Jesse... It ends the fight well. The the straw basically is um, Jesse drops his father's lighter, and Jody reminds him of the night he killed his father, and it's like, oh yeah, I need that lighter back. And Jesse's like, no, I think I need to bash your head against the wall instead. And he does repeatedly, and some good squishing and cracking sounds. And he then orders TC to get some gasoline, and Jody stands back up for a second, just long <laughs> enough to tell him, "Proud of you, boy," and then falls over dead. <laughs> Mrs. Rosen lies on the table for the blood ceremony and Cassidy suggests that he and Icarus have a menage a trois with her and, and bite, bite her together which she seems very, very anxious for mm. <clears throat> like, oh, I thought you'd never ask um, Cassidy and Icarus lean over Mrs. Rosen and Icarus notices that she's already got a couple holes on her neck and Cass reveals that Mrs. Rosen attempted to call 87 of Icarius's flown children and didn't hear back from any of them, so she kind of figured out something was not right in Denmark. And he explains that uh, he turned Mrs. Rosen, who then turned everyone else, and the group corners Icarius and devours him. Basically, it's, it's supper time. So TC douses Jody's body with gasoline, and Jesse allows TC to live. It's like, I don't hate you that much. 
But TC decides to die at Angelville, saying he was he's got nowhere else to go. <laughs> and, uh, Jesse flicks his cigarette on the gasoline-soaked ground. And, man, I just fucking love TC. Is one of my favorite characters in this run. Yeah, he's. Uh, I, I like him better in the in the show than in the the book, actually. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and amazingly enough, I, I got to see interviews with both him and Jody, and they are actually both American actors. They actually, you know, or they're you, you know they're. They're staying in character. I don't know which, but you don't get to see that a lot. All those Brits and Irish Irish actors taking our jobs over here. Take the third jab. Yeah, <laughs> Betty Buckley is all American too. Yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> well, I think Harry Star is too. Is it? No, he's British. That's right. No. Yeah, very British. <laughs> he's no. He's actually like he's like Dutch or something. Okay. I've only ever heard him speak in the accent that he speaks right. in this movie. And everything else I've seen him in. <clears throat> so we got another little funny texting animation as they've been doing a little bit this year. And uh, Jesse texts Tulip that he's going to kill Grandma, and he heads over to the main house as uh, the tombs burn behind him. Jesse brings a briefcase of souls to Grandma, and then uses the word of God to order her to release him from his debt. And a napkin burns up, and also release Tulip, uh, so she pukes Tulip stuff into a jar. <sighs> So great. Yeah. yeah, it was gross. Uh, Jesse vows, vows to kill her, and she reveals that she's made a new deal with Satan, that if Jesse kills her, he will go to hell, and she'll get to go to heaven. Um, but rather than uh, kill Grandma immediately anyway, Jesse commands her to destroy all the souls in the briefcase, and she sobs as she throws them in the fire. And he starts to leave Angelville, and young Jesse appears beside him in the truck and remarks that it doesn't feel like victory, does it? And so Jesse goes back, straps Grandma to her own soul-stealing machine, and, and sucks the souls out of her until she looks like the comic book version. And that was yep. awesome. And uh, I, we, I, I think it's actually a better ending for Grandma than than books. You know, she literally blew up in the books, but I like, yeah, I like this I, a lot I, better. I won't. I will. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed. I, I that that splash page of her yeah. burning as she's shooting through the air and Jesse's burn you witch yeah it's just yeah it's well, it's just it's, more appropriate for the story they told with her in the show though I think you know, I'll, I'll, uh, yeah I agree yeah. so we just had two several human explosions yeah in the series yeah one would have been fair enough yeah some, only so many people blowing up in, in the FX budget but, yep, I'm satisfied with this one. Seriously? So we've got Scratchy Kitty over here now. Go somewhere. You've been unconscious for 20 hours. Yeah, then you started talking to invisible people, Dad. And I got curious, because I'm a fucking cat. All right, and try to keep her at bay with a cattle prod. Um, PETA, send all your angry emails. Never mind. So, Jesse stands in the foyer with a, a gasoline can, uh, and the members of the Enfant de Song, yeah, I already fucked it up again already, ask Cassidy what they should do next, and he's like, do whatever you want, and Mrs. Rosen's even like, what do we do now that we're night wraiths, and he's like, for one, stop calling yourself fucking night wraiths, just a fucking vampire, just go be a vampire. So Tulip calls Cassidy while driving to New Orleans to rescue him and asks if he's in danger, and he assures her that he's safe. But he gets very emotional. He's like, I kind of miss you guys. 
<laughs> and Hoover enters the basement suddenly, and everyone applauds, and he gives this bullshit story that he quit the Grail because the benefits sucked, you know. And also, he's a vampire, so we felt uncomfortable. Um, and he gives Cassidy an umbrella, and he's like, oh, you know, gift, and tells him to open it. And Cassidy's like, that's bad luck inside, and he's like, not this time. And a second later, uh, Grail helicopter attacks Mrs. Rosen's house and removes the roof, and everyone <laughs> gets fried as sunlight floods the uh, exposed basement. A dart hits Cassidy, knocking uh, in the neck, and he reminds Hoover that he eats horse tranquilizers for breakfast. So Hoover's like, well, I, I remembered, so this is whale tranquilizer. <laughs> and it works. <laughs> Starn, another new goal for Cassidy is to, to get that tolerance to the whale tranquilizers. <laughs> Starn, Featherstone, stand at the edge of the pit that was formerly Mrs. Rosen's basement. We also get a quick little shot of several humperdudes roaming around talking about <laughs> pee-pee and poopy and stuff. Uh, Tulip arrives at Mrs. Rosen's demolished house, and Kevin and Mrs. Rosen, who managed to hide in their coffins, tell her that Cassidy was kidnapped by a man and woman dressed in white. The saint brings Eugene and Hitler to Satan. Eugene <laughs> tries to basically preach to Satan. He's like, I know you're not really a bad person at art. You know, <laughs> he's like, oh, Satan's like, you know, this is the first I've realized I could be good. And he's like, yeah, fuck that, and slaps Eugene against the wall. Sydney gives the saints guns back to him. Um, bad move. Satan realizes that the preacher uh, that the saint is looking for is the same preacher from his new deal with Grandma. And, you know, he's like, I love this energy. <laughs> go, go forth and murder. And the saint suddenly turns his gun on Satan and demands to know whose idea it was for the crows to peck his daughter's eyes out. And, and Satan <laughs> reveals it was God's idea, but not before admitting, I was in on the meeting, you know, but <laughs> w- w- was it really my decision? <laughs> this version of Satan is hilarious. I love it, yeah. But he's not with us any longer. The saint shoots Satan dead and then leaves with Eugene. So Hitler, of course, settles into Satan's seat, and Sidney offers to bring him plum cake, extra flaky crust. Extra flaky crust. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he still got the friggin' apron on from Maxie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, not for long. If, if this goes another season, I'm sure we'll see him in full hell regalia or something. That's on... what Satan's head. What? Oh, yeah, the bats that flew out of his head. The bats flew out of his head after he got shot. Yeah. Like, friggin' critters were crawling out of his head. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Nice that was game. so awesome. Yeah. That <laughs> was like, we can't just stop with the devil getting shot. He's got, like, critters inside of it. Yeah, yeah. But of course. First, oh. I would have gone with worms myself, but bats, bats are always good. Yes. <laughs> Especially since they, like, flew against the camera and splatted in a bloody yeah. mess. So it suddenly dawns on Eugene that Jesse, the man who sent him to hell and left him there, is still alive, and, and vengeful Arseface is born, sort of, uh, for different reasons. But Tula picks up Jesse at Angelville, and they drive off together, and Cassie is huddling in a small cell in Masada with a captive angel-looking chap chained above him. Yeah. <laughs> I think we know who that might be. And Star stands on a balcony carved into a mountain in his full battle gear uh, in Masada, with no hat, though, of course, and, and remarks that his uh, favorite torturer is flying in from Bensonhurst. Uh, that's where all the best torturers come from. 
<laughs> and he knocks, uh, we got some friends in Bensonhurst, don't we? Or close to that. We'll have to ask them. He knocks Hoover's umbrella hat off his head uh, after Hoover's like, you know, he asks him why he's wearing the stupid hat. And he's like, I'm a vampire, remember? He's like, oh, I thought you were kidding about that. And poof, knocks the <laughs> hat off his head and tells Featherstone that uh, they need a new Hoover. Or, what do they call her? Fluffered man or something like that, he calls her. <laughs> get her name right. We need a new Hoover, <laughs> Fluffer man. And uh, Star tells her that he's abandoning his plan to make Jesse his messiah, and instead he plans to torture and kill Jesse. And she's like, "Oh, great! The the great forty chess match for the the for world domination continues." And, and Star is just like, "No more chess! It's time to play some fucking checkers." Yep. We roll credits, and goddamn, there better be another season of this. Yeah, there, nope. there should. Yeah, <laughs> it's a hell of an ending. I mean, you could have maybe. I, I don't know how you could have stuffed enough in this to make it any kind of satisfying finale for the series. You couldn't have. So, I mean, I think Sam Caitlin's. Uh, I read an interview with him on AMC um, soon after this came out, and he he says several times he's like. Uh, here's one quote. Um, question is assuming the trio reunites, can things ever go back to normal before him? He blah, 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 blah. And, and then he says, these three coming to terms with who they are to each other is something that will take the whole series to come to terms with. And mm. he, he says that phrase a couple times. Um, good. Like, what can you say about stars' plans and blah, blah, blah. But then he says, I think that'll be his guiding principle for the rest of the series. And one more question was, like, you know, the potential of season four. He doesn't confirm anything, unfortunately. So I'm a little nervous because the ratings, as we said a couple weeks ago, I think it was, have been getting bad and uh, are just not great. But maybe AMC doesn't care and... I'm still betting that they, they told uh, Seth, Evan, and uh, Sam that you've got X number of seasons to do this in, you know, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully it's not down to, like, six episodes. I, I would think that hopefully they'd do some kind of, like, very short season wrap-up or something if they do get canceled. I, I think there's... Who knows? Yeah. It, it, would have, it was always my fear for this, this show, is that, that they they wouldn't be able to finish it or at least get some kind of good resolution to it. And this ain't it, kids. So you need to give us something else or there'll be problems. Yeah. The TNT channel air the last four episodes. Sure. Or, you know, send it over to Netflix or whatever we got to do. But, uh, you know, resurrected fucking Arrested Development. And I love Arrested Development for Netflix, but we need to finish this off. Yeah, I mean, if they get if they, I mean, if they know they're only getting one more season, they can certainly they can certainly streamline a good chunk of the book and hit hit all the high points that they should hit. Yeah. But I don't want to see it end now or with only one more season. It needs a couple more. No, and another yeah, and another question. Um, Caitlin said, "Let me see if I can find it." Oh. Yeah, we see the Grail headquarters Masada in the closing shot. That's like ripped right off the page too, if I remember correctly. There's a big Pretty splash close, page. Yeah. Or, yeah. These, uh, the question is, what other parts of the comic are you thinking of exploring in a potential season four? And Sam's like, I think Masada is first up. And how do we get Cassidy out of there? I think we'll probably learn a little more of the origins of Genesis. 
And he's like, there's a lot more we want to delve into. Maybe there's a New York City story. There's a San Francisco story. Other parts of the Grail. There's okay. lot, lots more, he says. It's a show that spans the globe. As of now, our plan is to hit the road one way or another. So, please, please, please. <laughs> Yeah. Sounds, sounds like they're on the right track, as long as they can get the, the big wigs to say yes. Yeah, at least two more seasons. I noticed I like that, it's... yeah, I think you're right, Pat, yeah. They stuffed a lot into this season, but I, I felt a couple things were a little lacking. I, I would have liked to have seen maybe a little, here I go saying this again, a little more Hitler. Uh, <laughs> or at least I... Once I, they finally brought him in, though, it was really, really Good. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, more physical than verbal stuff this this time around, though. You didn't really get to do a lot of than fight with some people, but that was awesome. Um, I would have liked to have seen a little more. I almost feel like some of the Rick stuff, like his little minions coming to rescue him, might have got sent to the cutting room floor or something. Or um, I don't know. I just felt really shot. Yeah. Why? What's his name's makeup was so crappy in the episode with uh, they were just on the bus possibly i mean that, they, that, that could have just been a reshoot thing they they could have had a lot more nazi stuff and maybe thought better of it kind of partially way through production because of some of the shit that's going on in the world so yeah. i don't know but it, it almost felt like some of that was i said we had a whole episode that was named hilter and we got five minutes of them that just that kind that of smells a little bit that's yeah smells to me a, a touch but not sure. the devil now, which I feel like that was telegraphed from the second season. He was doing very, very devilish things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, most, most of the people in, in hell had kind of, you know, become sheep. Yeah. He was the, I mean, he was the one kind of devious guy there. Well, who else are you going to have to take over hell if Satan dies? Right, you know, right, just, right. It's a no-brainer, really. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah, they didn't do the... Uh... I would. I, I still would have liked to have seen the comic book version of where, when the first time that the saint shows up, <laughs> that the furnaces stop. Yeah, because yeah. he's worse than the devil. Yeah, yeah. They didn't quite. I guess they they kind of sold that more in in season one when we were getting the saint's origin. You know that he was. You know, they didn't really explicitly like say it in this season, but they kind of did in season one. That you know, man, so evil that. Even you know, even hell didn't want him, or you know, that's yeah. why it was hell's chief assassin, essentially. Um, but uh, yeah, and this this thing is off and running with Eugene, so they're just endless numbers of great adventures they can still show us. I think. Oh yeah, I'm yeah, serious. I, I I think we should. I mean, shows like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And shit, we're saved by letter writing campaigns. Just saying, listeners, I think we really need to like fucking spam email AMC by the millions or the yeah, one million of us that are watching. You don't want to email. You know, emails can be hit delete. Yeah, if you no. want to do a letter writing campaign, it's got to be physical. They need to have the letters coming in on somebody's desk. We need a good. Uh, we need to send them fucking plum cakes. Is what we need. We yeah, need to do like uh, wasn't a Jericho that sent them nuts to get a new season. And then Buffy, yeah, did like massive mailings and stuff like that. And, and some there was some product involved with Buffy that they used. I forget what it was, hmm. but they sent. I some, don't remember. They sent some kind of yeah visual representation of their solidarity. So plum cakes, 
send AMC plum cakes, and you can blame it on me. I don't really give a fuck. Um, I don't even know where to get a goddamn plum cake, to be honest with you. So it's all on you guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, there you go. It's just a, a show of of our love for this show, um, and then they need to know it. They need to know there will be consequences. No, I'm not going to say that on the podcast. <laughs> <sighs> Never, the, all the headquarters in this are, are movie stars, too. Yeah. That's the so other complication, like though, too, is yeah. keeping them. Um, I mean, a 10-episode season, I, I'm pretty sure they can work around for people uh, in the other schedules. I know that um, Angus McTavish, is that his name? Graham McTavish. Graham McTavish. Angus, you know, he's fucking Scotsman. He's an Angus. Um, and I'm a Scotsman, so I can say that. Uh, <laughs> but I'm not a real Scotsman. I'm not a true Scotsman. Uh, but anyway, I think he has gotten another job uh, on something that I can't recall, but uh, it was some kind of full-time gig in a show. Something else Supernatural related, I think. Um, hmm. I haven't really read about anyone else. Uh, he could be recast easily, though. He's the one yeah. person. But... Uh, yeah, yeah. But I don't want him to be. He's just got that fucking glare down. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I've talked enough. You guys add something to this mess. I just want to geek him over the whole thing. Uh, yeah, the, I, I, this season was great. I, uh, I'm glad they they gave the Angelville characters enough time to breathe on this because mm-hmm. they're incredibly interesting on the page, and in some ways they made them more interesting in on screen, which was uh, was a nice treat. <laughs> Yeah, and the yep. longer. <sighs> Go ahead, Ben. The most, that was the most metal episode of TV. <laughs> it was pretty fucking metal. I want them to come back when they come back. Not if, when. Like, um, you guys remember uh, Sarah Connor Chronicles, the first episode of the second season? I do not, because I only think I watched the pilot. <laughs> Oh, no, it was a long action sequence to, like, a um, kind of sped-up version of um, that Peter, Paul, and Mary song, um, If I Had My Way. Uh-huh. It's just a Terminator sticking ass for, like, 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> cool. No dial. Nice. And I just I want to see that with uh, the Preacher characters for, like, an episode where it's just, like, Oh, he practically got it this time. I mean, there were just yeah, I know. glorious <laughs> three fights in this that were just the the choreography department really brought their A game to this one. They were just hilarious and brutal and everything you'd want. Um, I, I didn't think they could do the the Jody. You know, Jesse fight justice, man, but they, they knocked it out oh, of the park. They certainly <laughs> did. With a fucking two by four with nails in it. Yeah. Um, that was that was really the one scene I've been just waiting for, guys. Yeah. Me too. Head, you know? And uh yeah, and there's just yeah. the 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 main thing for me is unfortunately this ha- this this whole book, you know. Is, is a big road story, and we really, unfortunately, haven't been on the road that much with these characters. And, and I like what Sam Caitlin's saying, that we need to 
do the you know global scope of it and have them go to some different cities other than New Orleans and fucking Texas. Right. And, uh, Texas. I know Texas isn't a city. I meant you know like Anvil, Angelville. You know. Yeah. We really haven't been to too many other places, so it's like let's let's see some shit. We need to spread the adventures out. Get some sexual detectives and, and Jesus Assad <laughs> and and any number. And we're going to Masada at the very least. So, so what is the angel? I don't remember if they had. I'm assuming the angel is the angel part of Genesis's uh, daddy there. Um, one of one of the two that you know the angel and the demon. Did they have him? Yeah, in custody yes. in the book. I don't remember. I don't uh, see. It's been a while since I've. Since I, I would read love it. it. They had for the series have Amy Hill come back and be Genesis's mother because she was fantastic, and I miss seeing her on the show. She was the uh, the warden in Hell. Oh right, yeah, I was just thinking about her too. Yeah, I would love to see her back. Um, I don't know. I, I remember in the book, all the angels looked like that captive one. You know, we didn't get uh, we didn't get the two yeah. English guys uh, in the books. Really, they all kind of had the the angel look to him. Um, so it'd be interesting to see that. And I, I still want to see more of what's going on, like in heaven, you know, we got God roaming around, but we're not seeing like all the chaos in heaven. They showed us some of that in the books. Um, yeah. I'm sure they'll get there. If yeah. This continues on. Yeah. Only problem is man, this from here on the, the special effects budget just keeps going higher and higher <laughs> yeah there's some pretty crazy stuff that happens no a lot of the San Francisco stuff and the New York stuff wouldn't need a, a huge budget yeah well you can like you know CGI the, the city in now if you need to and just do it all in front of a green screen I hope they don't But uh... I think they'll go more more practical with um, forest perspective shots and yeah they did that episode with the uh, where the van fell into the swamp and they just used the to- to, you know a toy car. And yeah, yeah, that would be beautiful. Fish yeah. tank. Whatever works. Yeah. Yep. I just yeah, it was awesome. Um, soon after this one drops, we'll, we'll have the Shamalama Ding Dong um, podcast for you guys covering Unbreakable and Split and uh, the Glass Trailer. And I think maybe we'll be doing Iron Fist if all of our schedules allow. Oh, so. Other than that, I, I need to make kind of a little announcement that I, I, I'm semi-retiring this podcast, and then I'm just we're going to do like little special projects like that, and probably Preacher and Legion, and and I just don't know if we'll ever get back to what we were we're doing. And unfortunately, I've had some people telling me they wish we would, but I just it's just not like. I don't know what the fuck we were thinking of. Let's put it that way. The, yeah, I mean the, the time the time sink is is yeah. is a lot. Yeah, and you know not to be completely selfish about it, but uh, Mr. Hero here might be having an event in his life soon, and I have a girlfriend now that likes to show up more than the last one did. So <laughs> my yeah, little my time frames are are definitely changing too. Yeah. So that happens. Yeah, Returning to the theaters. So. Oh, you're not done yet, or are you doing something different? Oh no, this this one's over. But I'm hoping they're going to do Empire and Jedi the next two years. Oh, nice, okay. nice. And that that starts in January is when they cast it. So, mm-hmm. uh, so I get a bit, I get a bigger role, which I'm really hoping I do. 
Yeah, did you get anybody to get any good video on it other than what you had? Um, not that I've seen yet. Yeah, contract people, that. man. You got to put friends out there in that audience. <laughs> I was like way up away from where the action was most of the time. Like, yeah, those pictures you see are the few times that I'm like present on stage. I'm in that Death Star meeting where, uh, you know, I'm the guy that's like, that's impossible. How will the Emperor maintain control without the bureaucracy? <laughs> cool. It's a pivotal line. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We the regional ships. governors now have direct control. Yep. Some of us would like to see the rest of the play too, or parts of it, not just you, Pat. No offense. Yeah, I know. I know there was an official. <laughs> there was an official record. So, yeah. If it gets online, I will get it to you. Excellent. I want to put this out to our listeners, though. Anyone who would like to take up the mantle of weekly heroics and cover anything that we haven't, essentially. Um, PM me on Facebook uh, or email us at cheapscottproductions at uh, gmail.com. We'll take all the help we get. Yeah, and if you want to throw something together, I'll even, as long as it's reasonably good quality, I'll even edit it and throw the intro on it and shit. Um, but get a hold of me for don't just start inundating me with audio files. You know, get a hold of us, you know, me or Hero or Pat, even pass it along, whichever one you might be friends with on Facebook and. Tell us what you wanted to do, because I know David Pascarella wanted to, you know, want us to go back to, like, Supergirl and stuff, and eventually we should probably at least finish off, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Supergirl, at least the first season, and then maybe do full season wrap-ups or something. Um, but an Impact yeah. show is just beyond us right now, um, and it, uh, I'm just kind of off, I hate to say it, but I'm, like, almost off the superhero kick for a while or just have to kind of let it chill for a while. I'm just not watching them lately. Yeah, I just I just haven't had the time to maintain watching them weekly anymore. No, I'm way behind on all of those, although Berlantiverse uh, put out a new animated movie last week, which was not bad. Really? Oh, Christ. The, the Ray, the free... Oh, that's <laughs> right. Takes Christ. Place Berlantiverse. Yeah, and they got, they're yeah. releasing the whole Constantine one on CWC here too is like a whole movie that I'm going to have to watch eventually. Yeah. I'm fucking constant. I got to watch Legends next season because Constantine's on it as a regular. Nice. <sighs> but uh, I'm sure that someone will come out with, I mean, we've got stuff like Wiley, The Last Man that's coming into play and The Boys. Yeah, let's do that. And so they were going to, you know, skew towards the more adult and, and indie type comic stuff. Um, well, I mean, like Preacher is an indie, but you know, no, just I don't know. Save it, save it for the the, the, the flight. The flights and tight stuff just has too many episodes. It really does, man. Twenty two, and I think it's just I, I get somewhat bored with some of it. I mean, they've done really well, and I need to at least catch up on my Arrow because I've already spoiled myself for the ending of last season on that, and I do want to see Ollie and Supermax, um, but yeah, it's just too much and, uh, but still seriously I'm, I'm being serious anyone who wants to talk about any weekly heroics on TV by all means make a podcast I'll even maybe join you just throw me the ideas and uh, you know we'll see what we get assuming anyone's listening <laughs> actually one of our uh, email we got for Fear of the Walking Dead cast mentioned uh, us hero and said that uh, Yep. Where were we here? 
uh, yep, said he listened to Weekly Heroics. Uh, basically, nice. only listens to us. Only listens to the Fear of the Walking Dead cast with a scattering of Back to the Begin, Back to the Bins, Weekly Heroics, or Is It Jaws? So nice to be at the top of someone's list, though. That, that feels good. That is cool. Yeah, yeah, very cool. So. But I guess that's it for now, kids. Uh, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll, uh, Watch this friggin' show. Yeah. Watch the reruns. Yep. DVR it. DVR it. You know, for like on, two bucks an Amazon episode. The two true freaks link. There, there, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, this is, did this even get home releases? Oh, yeah. I mean, like iTunes and My Voodoo all has like, oh, okay. you, can buy right. the, you can buy, you know, the preacher season right from the get-go, and then you'll just get all the episodes as they air. I think they... But we're nerds. We want physical media. Yeah, I, I wish, but yeah, I, I need to... I'm going to have... A, when I win the lottery, my, my whatever the medium is that day, I, I don't know if there will be physical medium very much longer, which is a fucking mistake, because digital shit will go down someday. But, it will. Uh, you know okay. what we could cover? Would you guys be down with doing Agent Carter? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I definitely wanted to, and I, I don't even have copies of every show, so I'd have to obtain them. But um, that I bought on Blu-ray. That was yeah. one where the second it went off of digital, I was like, and I need to own this at physical media. It's yeah. Gotta, yeah, I'll definitely cover that one. I had a blast with both seasons of that. I was yeah, I was yeah. really upset it didn't get renewed. Yeah. Um. Wow. You guys you guys have that. I, I said I'd have to track down copies first, but. Um, one of my usual means to do that has been down for like a week and a half now. So I don't know. <laughs> Resources are getting harder to find here in the apocalypse. Mm. Uh, that's my other webcast. All right. I'm going to wrap it up, though. We'll be taking a little break from this one, but hope you'll keep listening. Uh, Shamalama Ding Dong's already in the can, so I'll be cutting that up soon. You better let him out. <laughs> But other than that, I mean, I, well, I, we will I will move heaven and earth to cover the season three of Daredevil when it happens. Uh, oh, it's happening, baby! Oh, it's it's said, happening. Said maybe uh, we'll do some kind of uh, you know big big tent uh, discussion of, of all the other Netflix things we've missed at one point. Um, I don't know because fucking Punisher was amazing, uh, and we should have talked about that. But just, yeah, too bad we lost Defenders too. Yeah, um, well, no, actually, I don't know if... I'm not sure if that's lost or just not put together yet. <laughs> it may be put together someday. It was only Preacher that I think I lost. I transferred most of it. I just I lost a couple random things here and there. I just haven't even dug in and see what I still have or not. Um, but it gets to the point. I've got a Thor Ragnarok in there with David Pasquarella, too, that I just don't know if it's there's any point in putting out at this point. Oh, why not? No, well, because I don't want to. <laughs> oh, okay. There I just, go. <laughs> I'm just having a real problem motivating myself to listen to my own voice for hours anymore. <laughs> I don't know why. I want to reconfigure Mindless Drivel a bit and, and do some stuff over there that's a little more weird and experimental and other topics that people maybe aren't covering. I don't know. You and me still have to finish American Gods. We still have like a year to do it though, Pat. So I'm not giving up. Yeah. On when that is, one when yet. is that coming back? <laughs> Sometime in 2019. So we have a little time. Okay. I think we got up yep. to four or something, didn't we? Four out yes. of 10. <laughs> yes. But that, that, um, that fourth episode never dropped. Right. So I, I'm not sure if yeah, I have that or not, uh, but I, I would be Kevin to... Spacey. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. We, uh, 
God, we recorded it. We kept Maybe we should redo that one. It's a little dated. I've, I've seen the episode four or five times now. Yeah, yeah, me too. I got to drag uh, Tina back into that one. I made her, like, watch the first one, and she's like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, come on. <laughs> you can hang with me on Preacher. You can hang with me on this one. It gets better. Um, I'm excited to talk about the Irish the Irish episode. Yeah, I know. That was excellent. I've got all those saved, so I can't rewatch those at a whim. But I need to get caught up on that as well. It's a beautiful show. I'm just I'm kind of worried about its return because it had Brian Fuller famous leaving the show before it's done thing going on. Yeah, once you set a tone, though, it's you know Easter's not back apparently, and a couple casting changes they're going to have to do. It was such huh. a great, consistent show that I, I, I dread that, but it happens. Isn't Ian McShane one of those I could drop dead at any minute, guys? Well, that too, yeah. Probably. And he's, he's got, uh, what's the fucking Western? No, it's not Dog. <laughs> Deadwood, the movie. Dead, Deadwood, yeah. The movie coming up, apparently, so. Walt Goggins is not in that movie. I know he wasn't on the show, but damn it, if he's not in that movie, they're going to have failed at making a Deadwood movie. Yeah, he wasn't on the show, though? No, but Walt, he needs to be. You know. Yeah, he should. Walt Goggins just needs to be in fucking everything because he's amazing. <laughs> he is pretty fucking awesome. His best shit was, I don't know if you guys uh, watched Sons of Anarchy or not, but his, his best shit was as a transgender that one of the bikers fell in love with. Fucking brilliant! He showed up in Ant Man. He too, and I had no idea he was coming either. Yeah, yeah, he was good that. Like yes, oh, nobody no. expects Goggins. I never covered Ant Man <laughs> two or Infinity uh, War. I'm a bad podcasting producer. I, I still think Goggins' best stuff was on was on Justified. I know, still oh, never got to see that. That's oh awesome. man, it's you need to put that at the top of your stack, man. Phone. That is just macho dick swinging. Badass modern western. Hateful Eight was brilliant too, though. He was great in Hateful Eight, and he was great in Django. Yeah. yeah. Yes. He's just one of those awesome character actors of the one. Yeah, they're talking about putting this new fucking category in the Academy Awards for like most popular movie, or you know, like what the fuck is this? And you know, the running joke is like, so we can give an award to Black Panther, you know, because they'll never give Best Picture. You know, to a to a superhero film or whatever, but yeah, the most popular movie. And what, what the fuck is the metric for that? How much money Dude, it made? Because you know, that's did, pretty easy. How it yeah. But who even cares about the Oscars anymore? I don't Unless know. you were in one of the movies, who cares? Yeah, but but I mean, if I did care, I would say that they should be given out. I know we've got the supporting actor and actress, but we need a fucking character actor actress. Award of some kind because those are the people that pull the fucking weight in some movies, man. You know, people like Walt and many, many others, and you know that that will never get even a supporting actor nod in in an award show, but that they usually outact just about everyone else in the fucking movie. So, mm-hmm. so. go character actors, and, and this show has been made up of many, many good ones. And yes, yep, just. We'll just give a round of applause to this uh, this season of Preacher overall, and thank you to all that have joined us on this uh, little podcast adventure we do, and I promise we will have more for you. I just can't promise yeah, it's going to be in a week anymore. 
inviting me on the show and letting yeah. me oh, stay. Yeah. And... No, nah, man, well, your input is very valuable. As as little as I allow you to get in because I talk. To fucking <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because in podcasting, I'm relatively quiet. In real life, I can't shut up. So, uh, but I guess that's it for another week. We'll be back next week. But that's whenever next week gets here, according to my crazy timey stuff. So, bye now. Bye-bye. Extra flaky crust. <laughs>